0: Hi, and welcome to the Bell Podcast. How's everybody doing today? It's a great day outside, the sun is shining, and I hope you're smiling. Make sure to drink some water too. You gotta take care of yourself. Now, the article we're going to be getting to today is PFOA and PFOS in your drinking water and bloodstream. Yikes, that's a rough one. Now, this is another one I thought went pretty under the rug, not a lot of people covered it, but very important, you know, this is affecting more than 97% of all Americans. Let's just dive right into it now, why don't we? PFAS are a group of thousands of man-made chemicals that include PFOA and PFOS. These are organofluoron compounds, in other words, Both these substances contain carbon atoms bonded with fluorine atoms, therefore these substances have a unique set of properties. The key difference between PFOA and PFOS is that PFOA has a carboxylic functional group whereas PFOS has a sulfonic functional group. Used as early as the 1940s, PFAS were once thought of as beneficial because of their ability to repel fire, water, oil, and stains. Since PFAS functions as a great repellent, companies use them to produce a variety of products, including some grease-resistant paper, fast food containers and wrappers, microwave popcorn bags, pizza boxes, candy wrappers, stain and water-resistant fabrics, non-stick products, polishes, carpets, upholstery, waxes, personal care products such as shampoo and dental floss, cosmetics such as nail polish and eye makeup, paints, varnishes, sealants, cleaning products, and firefighting foams. So quite a bit. Many companies began phasing out the production of PFAS in 2000, however, these chemicals continue to have a lasting impact on people through contamination in the air, ground, and water. The worst impact, however, comes mostly from contamination of water. Now a large number of studies have looked into the possible correlation between levels of per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, which are basically PFAS. In, which is like you know the grouping of chemical families in blood and the harmful effects in humans resulting from those levels however not a lot not all of these studies involve the same groups of people the same type of exposure or the same PFAS chemicals as a result these studies reported a variety of health outcomes research involving humans suggests that high levels of certain PFAS may lead to the following Increased cholesterol levels, changes in liver enzymes, increased risk of high blood pressure or preeclampsia in pregnant women, small decreases in infant birth weights, decreased vaccine response in children, thyroid disease, as well as increased risk of kidney, thyroid, and testicular cancer. Now, currently, Scientists are still learning about the health effects of exposure to mixtures of different PFAS chemicals. The easiest way to conduct studies is on animals, but most of these studies have dosed those animals at higher levels of PFAS chemicals than the doses people receive from most environmental exposure. From these studies, they have concluded that PFAS chemicals cause low birth weight, delayed development, birth defects, and newborn deaths. In addition, they also found that it particularly affects the liver and immune system. Hmm, excuse me. All this is on the heels of four brand new EPA health advisories in June of 2022 regarding PFOA and PFOS, stating, quote, The updated advisory levels, which are based on new signs and consider lifetime exposure, indicate that some negative health effects may occur with concentration of pfoa or pfos in water that are near zero parts per trillion and below epa's ability to detect at this time end quote yeah you heard me right there are no acceptable levels of pfoa or pfos in water the the epa can barely even detect the acceptable level because it's so low. Now, they continue, quote, the lower the level of PFOA and PFOS, the lower the risk to public health. EPA recommends states, tribes, territories, and drinking water utilities that detect PFOA and PFOS take steps to reduce exposure, end quote. This is actually, you guys, an updated advisory from 2016 in which the EPA established the health advisory levels at 70 parts per trillion. Wow, guys. Way to go. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you mess that one up? Another report in 2019 by the CDC and Prevention's National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey found PFAS in the blood of 97% of Americans. This study, conducted from 1999 to 2018 on adults and children, found that although PFOA and PFOS levels in the blood were decreasing by over half, they were being replaced by other PFAS. Usually you excrete the chemicals through urine, but as stated it takes decades to remove from your body, by which time the damage may already be done. Now of course this can be quite alarming as the map at the beginning of this article points out many parts of the US are currently still facing PFAS contamination in their water supplies. As of June 2022, 2,858 locations in all 50 states and 2 territories are known to be contaminated. In my home state of Tennessee there are 8 such contamination sites and that's lucky compared to some states. Two of these sites I personally drink water from. Talk about scary. (laughs) The site that is closer to where I live, Arnold Air Force Base in Tennessee, was last tested in 2019 by the Department of Defense and the Department of the Interior. Its findings were horrid, with a variety of PFAS and other toxic chemicals in the groundwater and nearby Spring Creek. Which is particularly bad because Spring Creek flows into the Elk River which supplies water for surrounding counties. Now listen to this. these The data that was received stated that the toxic chemicals included 16,000 parts per trillion of PFOA in the groundwater and 159,000 parts per trillion of PFOS. Now, if you remember, the acceptable level is zero, (laughs) or very near it. The second contamination site I've drank from is much larger, that being the Consolidated Utility District of Rutherford County, which serves over 172,000 people. However, the levels found were not nearly as horrendous, with only 30 parts per trillion of PFOA being recorded in the 2013 study. According to a 2017 study, they had gotten below the detectable level. Regardless, these unsafe levels—these were unsafe levels, and there are many who were affected before this was remedied, you know? So as you can see, this is a very dangerous family of chemicals that can very well mess your health up. Not only that, we've learned that every state and a couple territories are affected by PFAS contamination. Who knows? It could even be affecting you. Drinking water for over 200 million Americans are contaminated with PFAS, so it's not that much of a stretch. All right guys, thank you very much for listening to today's article. It was a very important one to me as, as you know, I've drank from the contaminated water. But yeah, I just thought that was an interesting story to pass along and hope you learned something today. Well, I'll get out of your hair and please browse the rest of our episodes. They're all great. They're all fantastic. And of course, don't forget to smile. See you later.